I think that just being yourself, embracing who you are and your unique qualities, it, anyone can be beautiful. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey guys, welcome back to Hello Beauty. I have Grace Chang with me today. Hi. She's the founder and CEO of Milk Labs, and she's also a professional model who has been featured in fashion runways and campaigns for Marc Jacobs, Bottega Veneta, editorials for Elle magazine, Harper's Bazaar Beauty, and she's also graduated from University of Southern California with a business administration degree. Hi, Grace. Thank you huh? so much for spending time with us today. No, I'm happy to be here. Did you start your brand when you were in school? No, I started it after, so a few years after I graduated. Um, I graduated in 2016 from USC, as you said, and I decided to kind of just like chase my dream of modeling. I was always doing modeling part-time in school. Literally, my schedule was insane. So I had full-time school Tuesday and Thursday, like literally 10-hour days. And then in between, I would have, you know, e-commerce shoots or fly out to Philadelphia or wherever for a day, mm -hmm. come back, land after midnight, and then wake up at 5 a.m. for school the next day. Yeah. It was like that for months and months and months. And like, it was hard, but it was something that I had to do in order to do both modeling and school. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to take a, like a year off or do school online because USC is a really, it's a really good school and they don't just take anybody. So I wanted to be there. I wanted to learn and get the knowledge that I, you know, I attended it for. And so um, after I graduated, I went to New York and I stayed for a little bit and just like did fashion week, traveled the world and kind of just did the whole modeling gig. And then I, when I was doing that, I just realized that it's so tiring. And okay, so at home, so the reason why I started Milk Labs was because when I was traveling, I realized that it's so hard to get healthy food that one, tasted good, two, is convenient, and actually was nutritious. You know, like all these companies out there, they always um, sacrifice one of the three, you know, whether it's because of money or like cost or whatever. But for me and the company Milk Labs, it's really important. And that's like the three most important values. And um, at home, I eat oatmeal every single day. Yeah. It's something that's part of my routine. I've been doing it for years, I kid you not. And I'm still not tired of it. It's yeah. kind of insane. That's like me. <laughs> right? It's yeah. so good. I don't it's, know. It's so nice and like warm in your stomach. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if it's like an Asian thing, but like Asians yeah. always love eating warm things because they think like cold stuff shocks the, their stomach and yeah. it's bad for you. But yeah, like first thing in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's better to digest it too. And so I was eating oatmeal every single day at home. And then when I traveled, I naturally wanted the same thing, but I couldn't find anything that I liked. You know, everything in the marketplace was too high in refined sugars, or it was so bland that even I couldn't stomach the entire serving. And that, that's, co that's coming from somebody who has a very healthy taste palate. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, like with that said, I just wanted to create something that was similar to my homemade, but I didn't want to keep it to myself. I kind of wanted to share it with the world. So that's kind of why I spent all this time in creating Milk Labs, because I wanted to share, you know, real food, mm -hmm. And that actually tasted good, you know, with the world. Yeah. And did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur growing up? I did. And so when I was little and everyone was like, oh, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Everyone said random things like astronaut or, you know, like yeah. what kids say. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, 
I want to start my own company, right? I always said that because I grew up with like my both my mom and dad have their own companies. Mm-hmm. And um, I always knew like I wanted to start my own company because I never wanted to work for anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I never knew what it was. People would ask me, well, is it fashion? Do you want to start a clothing mm-hmm. line? And I knew I didn't want to do that. That's just something like I always knew I didn't want to do, even though I work in the fashion industry. But I had no idea what I wanted to do until I kind of stumbled upon the health food industry and became really into like health and fitness and just like this whole world. Yeah. So it's like, is that how you got, you know, you already knew you wanted to be a businesswoman and that's why you took a degree in business administration, Mm -hmm. USC. And then um, at what point did you start modeling? Was it like, um, just during college or during high school as well? Or did you know, oh, I, I feel like I, I've got it, so I want to try modeling, but I still am going to keep my eye on the prize with um, business school. <laughs> it's actually funny because growing up, I was always the tall, skinny girl who like stuck out of the crowd, kind of mm-hmm. awkward, you know? Yeah. Uh, people are always like, oh, you should model. You know, you have the figure for it or whatever. And I was like, nah, kind of a tomboy. No thanks. You know, mm-hmm. I was never interested. <laughs> I never wanted to pursue it. But I was shopping when I was 17 years old mm-hmm. and I just got scouted randomly. I, I think it was in like a shoe store, super random. And then I was like, you know what, like, why not? So I, I got scouted for this event, which is with my current, currently it's my mother agency. Mm-hmm. So they're called Fox Models International. They're not really like a full on agency. They do more of the scouting and then just have girls as like, a mother agency, Mm -hmm. and um, they hold twice a year these model scouting events where um, bookers from all over the world, like different really great agencies, they come and they scout girls. And so I attended that and I got really great feedback and a lot of callbacks from a lot of different agencies and I ended up signing when I was, yeah, when I was 17, but I didn't actually start modeling until after high school. So around 18 years old. Yeah. So what is the highlight of your modeling career so far? Mm, well, probably walking for, you know, brands like um, Marc Jacobs doing the Bottega Veneta campaign. Like they were all really great yeah. experiences. And that's definitely one of the best, like, things that I got to do. Yeah, I know your campaigns are so beautiful. Thank you. Very regal and yeah, I love it. So did you have to fly for that campaign? Yeah, you know, I almost missed it. Well, not (laughs) really, but okay, that time period, it was actually, there was a horrible snowstorm in New York. And I had to fly into New York and we were kind of worried that all the flights were gonna get canceled. So I just went a day early and I just sat in my hotel room. Well, I was stuck, I couldn't go out because you know, the snowstorm. Um, but it ended up working out. We drove out to a quiet neighborhood in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And I've actually never been to Connecticut before. It was my very first time. And it was just like these large, beautiful houses in like the most quiet, peaceful neighborhood. And it looked like winter wonderland. There was so much snow. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not used to that being a California girl, like always been here because I was born and raised just outside of LA. And so it was just so beautiful. And this house, it was just like a one-story house, but it was very long. Mm-hmm. All the windows were glass. So oh, yeah. all I could see is just like snow Oh, so for pretty, like yeah. miles. That's so pretty. Yeah. Right? And so shooting there was such a great experience. And there was this like little fat pug there Aww. that was kind of just like walking into each other. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So with Milk Labs, tell me the process of starting it. Oh, it took so long, actually. Um, 
it took me a year of planning and I did this in between, you know, modeling jobs and with modeling, I'm not a very commercial model. So I'm not booking like e-commerce jobs every single day. I work here and there. So it gives me a lot of downtime to actually work on what I need to, which is perfect with my schedule now. Um, so as I said, it took a year of planning, sourcing, and it was a lot of work. I went through a lot of like hiccups, mm -hmm. but I did work with a project manager who I'm still working with and she helps with um, mostly the production side of things. and mostly what I work on from a day-to-day -day basis is kind of everything else from A to Z. So that's branding, um, sales, social, everything, you mm -hmm. know, even like filling the orders, going to the warehouse and just packing things, just everything, because mm -hmm. I don't have any employees. Yeah. I do want to say though, my sister does help me a little bit with accounting because yes. she uh, graduated UCLA with a major in accounting oh that's perfect which yeah. we're rivals but we don't we don't care <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she helps me and it really helps a lot like that's good. um juggling modeling full-time with this full-time it every little help it's yeah you know great yeah how did you find the project manager i mean if, of course it has to be someone that you can trust how did you go through the weeds Actually, I was referred to her when I was trying to find a co-packer. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what a co-packer is, it's kind of just somebody who um, manufactures the product for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have time to sit there and weigh and fill like thousands of oatmeal because you can only imagine. So it's just, um, I was reaching out to different co-packers and I came across one who couldn't do my product just because you need special machinery. And she was like, you know, I can refer you to somebody who can maybe help. And it seemed like we were a good fit. So, I mean, we've been working together since. Of course, there's always problems that come up between production and whatnot. And it's really stressful. We're actually going into a, another production soon. So I'm kind of stressed out. Yeah. But hopefully, it, you know, <laughs> turns out fine. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much just it. It's just me. A little help from my sister and a little help on the back end from project manager it's amazing you have such a good branding it's really like clean and cute oh, and like very you. current mm -hmm. how do you come up with the name milk labs i know it's spelled m-y-l-k yeah so i'm sure a lot of people have seen the spelling with y before it's mm -hmm. mostly referred to you know um vegan non-dairy milks mm -hmm. so whether it's almond or hazelnut or cashew mm -hmm. a lot of people have spelled it with a y and um, with the oatmeal, we have a roasted ground almond and oat base. And what this does, it, it kind of imitates a very creamy almond milk cooked texture with just the use of hot water. It's kind of an all-in-one because mm -hmm. when you're traveling or you know busy, you don't have time to heat up some milk or anything. Mm -hmm. You just have hot water yeah. and you're good. So that's kind of the the background be behind the word milk. But with labs, there's nothing there's nothing artificial or like you know with the the company or the products. It's more of when I was developing the different flavors and the products in general, I had in mind a specific like nutrition label that I wanted it to have. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to have too much sugar like all the other brands did, not too much fat. I mean, of course, healthy fats, but to a certain extent, right? Yeah. And so I kind of created something that I thought was like the perfect amount for breakfast. And I'm not a, like, I'm not a nutritionist or anything yeah. like that, but it's something that... I do mm -hmm. personally every day. So I kind of wanted to imitate that. And then I went backwards to mess around with the ratios of each ingredient to get it to taste perfect with that type of um, nutrition label. Yeah. How do you come up with your recipes? Were you always a cooker, a baker growing up? 
Oh my God, no. <laughs> my recipes were so disgusting at first. I would force <laughs> my family and friends and boyfriend to like just eat it for me. I'm like, don't waste, come on, you know? And like, he did eat it. <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, the thing is, it's pretty funny because when I was little, I was so wasteful. Um, I always had like a nanny at home because both my parents work. So, mm-hmm. you know, all the kids, so I have a brother and a little sister, and we we're always just at home, and then the nanny would take care of us and she would cook. And I, took it for granted and I always like, you know, I got a big bowl of soup, I would take a bite and be like, oh, I don't want it, and toss it. My dad would always get mad at me saying, finish your food, don't waste. And I'm just like, why I don't want it? Like yeah. I didn't care, right? <laughs> but now after I started creating my own food and like like knowing the time and process and effort it goes into making, I never want to wait. So yeah. I was really into baking at first, like that was the first step and it was cookies, trying to get like a good cookie recipe. I kid you not, they tasted like hockey pucks and like just hard rocks starting (laughs) off because there wasn't enough oil or, you know, the ratios were wrong. I was just, I was reading food blogs for hours. I'd be like at USC in class, just like looking (laughs) through food blogs and just things like that. It just became a hobby. And then eventually as I learned, you know, I got better and better after years of testing, like trial and error. And Mm -hmm. now I'm here and people love when I share recipes on Instagram, it's not something that I do every day or it's not my main focus, but as long as people like them, I'm going to keep doing it for them, you know? Yeah. I actually tried one of your recipes, tried making it. It's like those uh, Valentine's Day gluten-free um, vegan brownie with like strawberries. Oh, I forgot yeah. the exact same name of it, uh-huh. but then yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I shared with my friends. They're like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good for you, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm a huge dessert person and I feel like... Um, as long as the ingredients are better, you know, you don't you don't have to feel as guilty about eating it. And exactly. I think it's really important to not watch what you eat, you know, but it's more of like eat better food. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're putting in your body. You only have one. Mm-hmm. Treat it right. Yes. So mm-hmm. what's Milk Lab's philosophy? Mm-hmm. What I wanted to do was create a brand, create products mm-hmm. that everybody can enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, for those who are celiac or just not eating gluten, those mm-hmm. who are vegan or, you know, just things like that. I wanted to, I mean, obviously people with nut allergies cannot eat it, I'm sorry, but (laughs) for the most part, I wanted to create something that the majority of the, you know, audience can eat. And I mean, I guess kind of going on the philosophy, it's a little bit like our mission, right? It's just Mm -hmm. to use clean ingredients, clean, wholesome ingredients to create a nourishing, delicious, convenient Mm -hmm. snack or breakfast option and eventually going forward and creating more product lines it's yeah. going to imitate off of that statement yeah. you know uh-huh what hurdles do you usually face and how do you overcome them so modeling before i hit a wall with not working every day i see other models yeah. doing tons of shoots and i'm just at home like okay i'm not getting jobs mm-hmm. i'm not working as much as everyone else and mm-hmm. it made me feel bad you know and i'm not mm-hmm. in control i can't get companies to hire me or even cast me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of on my agency and I love my agency. My So I'm right now I'm signed with two and I just mm-hmm. signed with them, I would say probably a year ago or mm-hmm. so. Um, but they're amazing. I I did all the good, you know, Marc Jacobs, Bottega Veneta and all that, th- all those brands with them. But um, when I was modeling and I was not doing much on a day-to-day basis, I was literally just going to the gym all the time and I would feel accomplished. And I was going a lot because it made me feel accomplished. At least like I got that done every day. Exactly. 
and I wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go to business school to just do modeling. I wanted to create something more, and I just didn't know what. It was a process to find what it was that I loved that I could do every day for the rest of my life. Yes. And I just, I guess I just stumbled mm-hmm. across, across oatmeal. <laughs> Super <laughs> random, but yeah. um, I love it. You know, mm-hmm. it's my everyday life now. It's mm-hmm. a lifestyle. I work so much, but I don't mind it. Yeah, because you like, love it. And yeah, it's a passion, yeah. I love it. And so moving forward to um, Milk Lab side mm-hmm. of things, there are a lot of walls that I can hit on a day-to-day basis, whether it's leads, mm-hmm. you know, um, rejections, mm-hmm. things like that. Not having, if I'm not constantly reaching out or trying to make sales, then, of course. you know, nobody's going to make sales for me. People are not just going to reach out to me and be like, hey, exactly. because we're so small. And yeah. I don't have that kind of presence yet where yeah. people are coming to me like, hey, mm-hmm. can I buy your stuff? I'm like, hey, please try it of and then course. please buy it. Yeah. We also manage like social medias and websites. And sometimes as much as that we make the page pretty, like no one really, it's still a you know new company, for example. No one's going to know like it's out there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you do, like what you're saying, you do have to reach out to people like, hey, I'm here, you know, through yeah. like Facebook's ad or random things like that. Mm-hmm. So like with you, it's like you have to do the work first. Because oh, you, you do have a beautiful page and you do have a beautiful branding, but oh, you know, you. you have to put your feelers out there for people to know that you exist. So where do you draw your inspiration from? I think I've always kind of been a creative person mm-hmm. with the designs mm-hmm. uh, for Milk Labs. I worked with a German designer to create the packaging. But I had a lot of references and I drew a lot of inspo from London, actually. So I don't know if you've ever been to London and seen their supermarkets, but there's places called like Planet Organic that's just Mm -hmm. in London. They have like the cutest things. And a lot of their packaging is more like um, natural, very welcoming, Mm -hmm. kind of like my packaging, right? Um, A lot of American brands. I'm not going to name any, but yeah. like a lot of American brands, it's very, I can't really explain it, but it's very, very cluttered, cluttered, mm. very advertisement. Yeah. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just wanted yeah. something that people can look at and automatically trust or yeah. kind of draw their attention like, hey, what is this? And just, you know, packaging is what catches people's eyes. Yeah. And nobody's going to pick up something ugly that looks <laughs> nasty and try it right <laughs> yeah it looks good that they're gonna try it mm-hmm. and so i wanted to kind of rebrand the whole look behind a oatmeal cup because mm-hmm. oatmeal is not the sexiest thing it's not it's sloshy mush mm-hmm. right and so to make it appealing is definitely a plus to get people to try it okay. and almost always when somebody tries it they love it mm-hmm. you know and so that's the inspiration behind like the designs but with creativity in terms of like social media I just I don't know I I find inspiration when I'm walking with Mm -hmm. my dog and I just think you know it's just kind of you kind of disconnect and just think well what can I do different what has not been done I don't like to copy off other brands and be like oh well this big billion dollar brand has done this in the past I should just copy them I don't want inspiration like that I want something what's new what hasn't been done and what can be unique and creative that people will love and engage with yeah just keep your blinders on and just you know not look to your sides and just keep going yeah Yeah. so tell me how you were able to put milk labs in various retailers that's amazing I went through like where they can find you you're Mm -hmm. like all over like North America yeah actually that 
That list is very outdated. <laughs> I so there's more. There is a lot yeah. more, actually. Probably double or triple the list. Wow, that you congratulations. Saw. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so I would say I don't have a number off the top of my head, but definitely over 150 stores across US and Canada, too. Mm -hmm. I launched the products in Canada not that long ago with a distributor up there. And so it's good. I mean, a lot of cold calling a lot of cold emails, mm -hmm. a lot of people saying, stop emailing me, take me off your, you know, <laughs> list. Or mm -hmm. I'm just like, hey, I'm sending each email individually. So there is no list. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess it's just getting used to people rejecting you. Not everyone's gonna like it. Uh, sending samples and getting bad feedback, but it's all constructive yeah. feedback. So uh -huh. um, I never take every, anything personally. Yeah. And I get it, you know? And like some people actually really understand how hard sales is uh -huh. and they really appreciate, you know, the follow-ups and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I've come across a lot of really kind and supportive That's people nice. uh, since I started this. So it's it's been great, really. Yeah, I feel like I had this one experience, like, because this person I was emailing just didn't respond to me. It's like I appreciate a no more than like silence. Oh my goodness, yeah. And then they're like, I eventually got to like I guess her assistant and then the assistant was very friendly and accommodating she's like oh let me give it you know get it to her and then she's like oh you're, you've been persistent I'm like yeah because I didn't hear a no no mm -hmm. doesn't mean no I mean like silence doesn't mean no to me right yeah it just means like probably you overlooked it you didn't uh -huh. see it so I'm just gonna keep going <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure I mean so that. I totally understand. So uh -huh. I'll follow up a few times. If they really don't answer, then I'm like, okay, they're not interested. Exactly. Yeah. But if there's some times where they're like, yeah, I would love to. And I send samples. And for them, it's free. Free mm -hmm. samples. Oh, free food, right? Yeah. Uh, why not? Yeah. But for me, I'm spending money. I'm spending time. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, hoping that you will purchase the products for me and carry it at your store. And so I feel like a lot of times the least you can do is say, sorry, we're not interested. We decided to pass on it or sorry. No, we didn't like it or some type of answer. Mm -hmm. I've had a ton of people just take stuff and not reply. I will yes. literally follow up like eight times with phone calls yeah. and voicemails. Like yeah. I'm so annoying, yeah. but it works. You no, know, that's for sales. <laughs> yeah, I totally it's understand. Yeah. I'm persistent. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I should be. I have a right to exactly. be. It's my company and exactly. it's my money that I'm sending out yeah and so there are a lot of people who just take the free stuff and <laughs> there's nothing that I can do about it but a lot of people come back and mm -hmm. they love it they carry it and then they come back with more feedback that their customers love it and just hearing that it's so nice you know nice. I love it yeah so um what is your next ideal retailer would you have like a, like a dream retailer you'd want to put milk labs in I think with Every health food company, it's always Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we recently did launch in Erewhon mm, in LA, which Erewhon. if you're from LA, you know Erewhon is like the health food store. Mm -hmm. People come from like travel from all over the US and they're like, oh, I want to stop by Erewhon because I heard about it. Yeah. Like it's crazy, right? Yeah. But so it's really cool to have launched there. Um, a lot of people loved it. I did a demo a few weeks ago and we just sold out. It was just that's amazing. Yeah. Were you there like physically doing a demo? Like here, I, try some samples. I always do it. Oh, I do it every amazing. Saturday. Yeah, that's I just cool. came from lessons. Like literally, hey, you want to try samples? Mm -hmm. Like that's just what I do because at this point of the company, I don't really have money to of course. hire yeah. a ton of people to. I do if it's mm -hmm. too far for me, but for the most part, I try to do everything like yeah. very grassroots, very. Or just like by myself. What was the most in interesting experience you've you know you've had doing those samplings in Irwan or in any store? 
Yeah, yeah. so a lot of people think that it looks a little bit like ice cream. Mm. Um, Like I said, oatmeal isn't the sexiest thing. So if it can look as appealing as ice cream, which everybody loves, I would say it's a plus. (laughs) (laughs) But um, a little kid ran up. This happened several times. Little kids like run up like, oh, my God, mommy, I want ice cream or whatever, you know, and then (laughs) they realize it's not. And the the disappointment in their face (laughs) and how they get so mad, they're just like, oh, my God. And they just like run away. (laughs) It's just like it's so funny, but it happens all the time. Yeah. They're like, I'm not going to eat oatmeal. My mom's already forcing me to eat that every day. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute, though. (laughs) That's good. So what did you give up to get to where you are today? I didn't, I don't feel like I gave up anything. I mean, yes, I don't hang out with my friends as much as mm-hmm. before, but you know what? All my friends are busy doing things. I have a friend, she, you know, works at one of the top five accounting firms. Mm-hmm. Another friend just got her um, license to be a dentist. Everyone's working and everyone's doing That's well. Good. yeah. You know, and so I think we're all just busy kind of trying to create our lives because I'm 24, mm-hmm. right? So I'm still young, but I'm old enough to to be okay so i'm old enough to need to be on the right track for my future Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i can't just be on the couch watching tv every single day at home that's not something that at this Mm -hmm. point of my life i feel like i can be doing Mm -hmm. and so i feel like i didn't give up anything if anything i'm just going at my dream yeah, you know, it's pursuing good, that. Yeah. It's good that your, you know, your immediate friends also share the same passion in a sense where they're all hard workers, mm-hmm. chase for their dreams. As we all grew older, we all grew um, away from all that partying, mm-hmm. drinking. It's funny though because all the people who are innocent in high school are now partying and mm-hmm. going crazy yeah. with their life. But everyone who was crazy in high school are so mellowed out. We're yeah. all grandmas now. In bed by like 9.30. So it's, I mean, I'm happy that I did what I did when I did it. Yeah, same here. I was like, I'm glad I got it out of my system. Like in high school, I was like done. I can't even imagine doing that like um, in college because I didn't always go to USC. Mm -hmm. I actually went to UC Riverside for my first year. Yeah. Hated it there. There's nothing (laughs) around Riverside. I couldn't model. I couldn't do anything because there was just nothing there. You know, I would Mm -hmm. have a casting and I went would have to drive 60 plus miles one way and then go back mm-hmm. in between classes and that's just not doable and oh my god so i didn't party at all i didn't drink at all i um just studied really hard and transferred over to usc which i'm really happy that i did because i was able to be in la and work and just chase my dreams yeah that's so good yeah mm-hmm. so here at hello beauty we have a motto which is say hello to the beauty in you what advice can you give those that are trying to discover their beauty within? That's easy. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's beauty in everyone. And I think it really shines through and comes from everyone's uniqueness. Mm-hmm. There's no one beauty standard and there never was. It was just, um, you know, like the industry and everyone saying, oh, well, this is beautiful. You have mm-hmm. to be like this or you're not pretty mm-hmm. or unique or you're not cool right Mm -hmm. it's not like that i think that just being yourself embracing who you are and your unique qualities anyone can be beautiful yeah that's admiring because like you know us being in like the industry in a sense like the fashion the beauty Mm -hmm. sometimes it's pretty hard to kind of have you know have that kind of mindset absolutely yeah and even with like social media blowing up there's always those 
certain counts where everyone follows and they're mm-hmm. like, wow, she's beautiful. I want to be like her. But it's like, why? When you're beautiful yourself in your own way, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, like there's just, there is no beauty standard. No, mm-hmm. There is no one beauty standard. Yeah, and, and everything no. is a trend, I feel like. It comes and goes. Always, always. Mm-hmm. With anything and everything in every single industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm interested. What is your favorite beauty product right now? It doesn't have to be makeup. It could be skincare. Um, probably just skincare. I don't wear mm-hmm. much makeup. Um, I'm for all non-toxic beauty. Just for my daily routine with uh, modeling, there's not something that I can control. Mm -hmm. They put what they want on my face and I go home and wash it off and I put on my own products. But it's really just, I really love non-toxic natural skincare and I love supporting small local brands as well. That's good, Mm -hmm. yeah. Walk me through your skincare routine. So it's very simple. I just Mm -hmm. wash my face, obviously. I use use the soy cleanser by Fresh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then um, use a toner. I'm bouncing around different toners right now just because I haven't found one I absolutely love. I did hear that apple cider vinegar diluted with water works really well, like um, a one to four ratio. Mm -hmm. But my skin's really sensitive, so sometimes it doesn't really work out. Um, And then I use a facial oil. Mm -hmm. Actually, my friend from when I was a kid, she started her own beauty line and it's all non-toxic beauty she's local um woman entrepreneur it's really great so i like to support her i use her her um oil blend Mm -hmm. um the the company is called honey bell oh nice yeah and then i use the osea hydrating moisturizer i forget the exact name but that one is amazing my skin just like drinks it up and that's all like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a process but everything is clean it's something that i never use anything that i don't need Mm -hmm. um Sometimes I do masks here and there yeah. just for fun, you yeah, know, yeah. like self-care. But <laughs> on a normal basis, I don't really have time. I just focus on the essentials, and that's pretty much what yeah. I always use. Yeah. What's next for Grace Chang and Milk Labs? Hmm. Probably just to, I mean, to grow, yeah. to build brand awareness, to create different delicious um, products aside from oatmeal. I'm Every day I'm brainstorming, what's next, what's next? You know, I want to do a dessert maybe or like a I don't know I do a lot of desserts on my my personal Instagram um so maybe incorporate that because with oatmeal a lot of people see and they're like oh it's breakfast yeah so if it's past breakfast then I can't have it Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) I don't want it to be like that I want something that everyone can enjoy at any time of the day without any excuse Mm -hmm. I actually have oatmeal sometimes like in the afternoon as like my snack yeah Yeah. a lot of people should I mean why say yeah. that you can only eat it for breakfast, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like people eat eggs in the afternoon, don't they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where can they find you? What are your social channels? So my personal Instagram, Grace P. Chang. Chang is spelled with an E. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I put out a lot of healthy, wholesome like recipes and such. And I share things about my modeling career and just my life in general. Mm-hmm. You'll see snaps of uh, my dog, Suki, and just here and there. Um, with Milk Labs, it's just the Milk Labs Instagram. It's M-Y-L-K-L-A-B-S. Mm-hmm. Um, the website is just milklabs.com. You can find like a full list of retailers that you can purchase from. Mm-hmm. We're on Amazon. Not Prime yet, but will be hopefully soon. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, and just like your local, a lot of local coffee shops across okay. the U.S. carry it. I try and hit every single state. So if you can find that, that's 
pretty cool. People always send me like direct messages like, hey, look where yeah. I saw Milk Labs, you uh -huh. know? And so that's really cool. And yeah. it's growing every day. So hopefully if it's not near, you know, near you, it mm -hmm. will soon be. Yeah, I'll definitely buy some at Irwan later. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for supporting. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much. Of course, yeah. it was fun. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs>